0: Murphy? here. Ms. Shelton. Here. Dr. Newman. Here. And note Mr. Fraley is absent. Uh,
1: Lenny, we have some agenda items uh, today. If you, uh, yes. Uh, withdrawn. So
0: before taking up the items on today's agenda, we will consider the following requests for withdrawals and continuances. Uh, the fi- following item is withdrawn from the June public hearing agenda. Uh, continued agenda item number one, City Planning Commission for a text amendment to table 5.9.3, Single-family detached dwellings form standards and Table 6.4.3, single-family detached dwellings form standards, nonconforming zoning lots of the city, of the city's zoning ordinance to prohibit front-loading attached garages and regulate the location of detached garages in the traditional character area. Uh, Mr. Hales, aye. Mr. Hutchins, aye. Mr. Murphy,
2: aye. Ms. Shelton,
0: yes. Dr. Newman, aye. The first item uh, on your agenda today is a request by the City Planning Commission uh, for a zoning text amendment to section 3.3.9 uses for the commercial Bay zoning districts section 3.5.7 uses for the industrial base zoning districts section 3.7.13 uses for the special purpose districts and section 4.2.3 G performance standards for all principal uses standards specific to industrial uses of the Norfolk Zoning Ordinance to modify allowable uses within the certain zoning districts and to amend performance standards for these uses when located within a certain proximity to residential and planned development zoning districts
3: Good afternoon, this is a um, text amendment application from the City Planning Commission and um, it deals specifically with the industrial uses within the zoning ordinance, uh, as stated, uh, modifying when some of them would trigger a conditional use permit requirement. Um, and basically, it would be uh, if, if certain industrial uses that I'll go over in a second are within 600 feet of a residentially zoned district, a uh, plan development district, or a uh, historic and cultural conservation district, uh, they would be required to get a conditional use permit. So uh, in in this sort of early period of the zoning ordinance We have been kind of looking at things in the text of the ordinance that we've been cleaning up and and looking at modifying or Augmenting in certain ways as part of that. We've uh, really discovered that uh, The old zoning ordinance had a sort of a general provision as it applied to industrial uses or heavier industrial uses and it stated and I'll just read this uh, for the Commission it stated that processes equipment, operations, and goods for sale shall be limited to those that are not objectionable to the enjoyment and use of adjoining and adjacent zoning lots, which are within six hundred feet because of odor dust smoke gases vapors, noise light vibration refuse matter or water carried waste so as part of trying to honor that um, that provision, we thought you know to make it a little stronger, we could actually put in the zoning ordinance this Requirement to get a conditional use permit and therefore go through the city process for Increased analysis if they're within 600 feet of residential just make it a little bit more direct and more clear and So as part of that analysis, we wanted to see visually in the city how many Industrial properties really were within 600 feet of residential and that's the map in front of you. It just shows you that um, about 81 percent of all the industrially zoned properties within the city are Within 600 feet of a residential zoning district. So it just kind of tells you a story that there could be you know places out there that uh, And uses out there on these and these properties that could have detrimental or potentially negative effects on neighborhoods and residential districts So having seen that and really starting to dive into the text amendment um, that's where we started to fine-tune the requirements and again uh, we picked certain industrial uses that, you know, the heavier industrial uses to require the conditional use permit. Um, and then additionally, what we did was there were a couple of of uses, trucking terminal and recycling, sorting and processing center, that uh, we just would be easier to do a conditional use permit by uh, just flat out, um, no matter how close they are to residential. In addition to that, we did want to provide some flexibility for warehouse and wholesale establishments that, that are kind of looped into this effort but also may not carry with them the same sort of nuisance impacts Um, so we said that not only do you have to be within 600 feet of residential but you also have to your warehousing space within the building or structure has to be larger than 20,000 square feet so this is just and I won't read all these but these are lists of the uses that would be affected the heavier industrial uses um, as you can see, most of them are uh, are certainly heavier in nature. Um, things that could either have, you know, noise, odor, tra- uh, traffic impacts. A lot of them require large trucks to come in. So these are the ones that would be affected by the text amendment. Uh, this table here is just an example of what it would look like in the zoning ordinance. Uh, it would basically have lots of P slash Cs, which would just means that it's permitted by right or with a conditional use permit. If it's within 600 feet of residential and this would also affect the business commerce districts BCO and BCI and we staff believes that uh, this is a text amendment that would be very beneficial to the residential neighborhoods in the city uh, the current zoning ordinance does have some protections for industrial uh, sort of uses like these that are next directly adjacent to residential but there's really nothing in there that protect uh, these, these sort of neighborhoods on a greater con- locational context. So we think this text amendment would provide sort of that extra analysis and protection that neighborhoods could enjoy. And with that, sec- staff def- does recommend approval of these text amendment.
1: Thank you. Chris, any uh, questions, commissioners? Uh,
0: the motion is to approve the zoning text amendment. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Hutchins? Aye. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Ms. Shelton. Yes, Dr. Newman.
1: Aye. Okay. Make that recommendation to Council. Next item.
0: Item number two on your agenda is a request by Monument Development Thirteen LLC for the following applications on properties within the 600 block of West 23rd and West 24th Streets. Properties bounded to the south by West 23rd Street, to the north by 24th Street, to the east by Newport Avenue, and to the west by Gosnold Avenue. A for a change of zoning to apply the Norfolk and Western Historic Overlay District, uh, and B a conditional use permit to allow dwelling, comma, multi-family use, and a structure with the within the H.O. and W district.
4: All right, Thanks. this is a request by Monument Development, and the site is located in the Norfolk and Western Industrial District, uh, which is in the Park Place neighborhood, and the request is to rezone um, to apply the. Overlay district and then for a conditional use permit to allow multifamily uses in the pro- on, on the site in the properties uh, it's for 44 dwelling units And this is a um, look at the site in the zoning map um, It's located uh, to the south is West 23rd Street Which is the street that directly abuts the uh, Norfolk and Southern Railroad tracks and then um, It's bordered on two sides by Newport Avenue and then Gosnell Avenue to the west and then 24th Street West 24th Street to the north and on this site, we have um, several different um, his- historic resources, and I went over all of this in depth in the meeting. Um, so I'll just briefly touch on this uh, for the public. And uh, this site right here, which is visible from Twenty Third Street, it's from 1917, and it shows up on the 1921 Sandborn map. This is the Yoder and Gordon and Harrow Warehouse Building, uh, and it is a contributing structure to the Norfolk and Western um, State National District and to the Park Place. Um, State and National District This is the opposite side is looking from 24th And then this is the Chinman junkyard building it's um, dated 1921 That was from 23rd Street, this is from the 24th Street side and this is this side from the actual um, junkyard uh, side and then This is the uh, several names: the Refrigeration Company, George uh, J. Schultz Company, and Norfolk Plate Norfolk Brass Building. Um, Several buildings in this complex, different histories here, uh, all of which are contributing to both of the historic districts. And I tried to put a little color code key to show which ones we're looking at as it relates to the historic Sanborn map. All right, this is a site plan. Look at the proposal. Um, Different areas on the site will be. Uh, Improved to accommodate on street parking. I'm sorry off street parking and uh, All exterior improvements changes modifications to the site Uh, If this is approved all those changes would have to go through the architectural review board for a certificate of appropriateness Um, And then I'll just point out in context. We do have uh, a residential project directly to the east Uh, That's the tidewater supply building. That's also a project by this applicant monument uh, so that that entire block will be residential coming online soon and then um, directly to the northwest caddy corner from this block there is a, um, a residential project by uh, Virginia supportive housing so we do have residential uses nearby um, it is appropriate given the historic context all of the, the resources on the site will be um, preserved and will be required to get a uh, uh, certificate of appropriateness for any changes um, whatsoever I do want to read a few of the um, conditions that we have for this packet and that is that the site shall be designed generally in accordance with that site plan I'll go back to um, generally in accordance with this site plan and uh, and then prior to any approval of the site um, for in the additional parking improvements uh, all interior lot lines in the whole property shall be vacated um, and the they, we will have the sidewalk improvements that you guys talked about Um, along the entire length of 24th Street down um, Gosnold and then across the portion of the site that has the buildings on 23rd Street And then we'll continue the rest of them during um, phase two of the project which would come later And that would also come back through this board and then uh, Just also will point out um, This is for this is tied to the 44 dwelling units And then like I said if they want to come back um, in the future for um, phase two that would come back through you it would also come back through the architectural review board uh, to be reviewed um, And then the last thing I'll point out in response to one of the uh, concerns that were brought up uh, Is this condition that says that the portion of the site not currently proposed for development? And that's the junkyard portion as shown in the attached site plan shall be remediated in a manner approved by the Department of Environmental Quality or Shall be seated and fenced with access restricted until the site has been environmentally remediated uh, so that condition they already received their um, their report back from their phase one environmental study they're awaiting the final for the phase two um, but they expect to, to get a clean report back and um, and that would comply with this condition but if, there's, if there is anything that ends up uh, showing up on that report then they would have the option of doing the environmental remediation now or to restrict total access to that site so we don't have um, any of the issues that were mentioned that you know, we don't have dogs being uh, walked in on top of the junkyard site, but so that with all that being said, staff recommends approval of the request as proposed and stand by for any questions.
1: Thank you, Matt. Um, here uh, today is the uh, applicant uh, does not want to does not wish to speak. is available for questions. Uh, Chris Johnson also here on this application is uh, Charles Johnson, proponent does not wish to speak. Um, any questions, commissioners? All right. No, Susan.
0: The motion is to approve the change of zoning and the conditional use permit subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Hutchins.
2: Aye.
0: Mr. Murphy? Aye. Ms. Shelton? Yes. And Dr. Newman?
1: Aye. We'll make that motion uh, recommendation to council. Okay. Our next item, item.
0: Item number three on your agenda is Granny's Country Cooking for a conditional use permit to operate a nightclub at 628 35th Street Suites 636A and 636B. The purpose of this request is to allow an existing establishment, Granny's Country Cooking, to modify their entertainment options by adding a disc jockey, increase the number of performers for a live band, and increasing the total seating. All right.
4: (coughs) Okay. This is a request for conditional use permit by Granny's Country Cooking, um, and that is to add the DJ fashion show. to the list of permitted entertainment options and this site is located in also in the Park Place neighborhood on 35th Street and it's between um, also Gosnell Avenue and Newport Avenue and uh, in the old uh, Newport um, I'm sorry Rosna theater here's a look at the zoning map the site is zoned CC and it's also within the 35th Street pedestrian commercial overlay And we'll give you some uh, some background on this request in 2016 uh, the site was approved as an entertainment establishment with the options uh, shown on the screen here Um, shortly thereafter the operator did have several events uh, with a DJ uh, and promoter and uh, caused uh, staff to visit the site and um, informed the applicant of their uh, remedy options for dealing with that um, informed them that they were currently in violation with that and then in 20 uh, throughout 2016 and 2017 on uh, the violations did continue. Um, I have a, a list up here. I'll just briefly go over some of them. Um, in October of 2016, the operator did allow third party promoters to use the facility to host an event with a disc jockey um, that continued on uh, in November. There were police reports that indicate six individuals did attempt to um, rob the uh, and a, a member of the a patron of the establishment and then the ensuing commotion did lead to two victims receiving uh, gun, Gunshot wounds two of those gun shell cases were found on the sidewalk in front of granny's house of blues um, Also police reports did indicate in February of 2017 uh, that an employee of the establishment That was responsible for security was assaulted by a patron uh, and that that manager uh, did state um, that they did not want to report the assault uh, also will point out I'm sorry I skipped over back in December 2016 police reports indicate that a round of shots was fired outside the establishment uh, that did result in a, a bullet striking the home in the 700 block of 35th Street and then another bullet round was discovered in the rear part of the of the residence. Then in, uh, in March of 2017, uh, also in April of 2017, um, more uh, events were found with um, using, using a third party promoter and a disc jockey. Uh, June of 2017, the operator was issued a, a court summons for operating with the disc jockey. And that's when they came in the door that we um, had this presentation back in October of last year. And that's when they came in the door to actually uh, remedy the issue. Um, through that process, the uh, we still saw instances of the DJ being used uh, at the site, and then the application was withdrawn uh, on October 10th of last year. Um, since that time, uh, the um, the more of the events have happened. Uh, we had a DJ on October 18th, and then in November of uh, of 2017, we did have more police reports to. Two different assaults associated with the establishment and then in December of 2017 the Virginia Department of ABC did hold a uh, mixed beverage annual review hearing uh, and that was pertaining to several violations of state code under their purview Uh, the results of that hearing that came out in January of this year the applicant did receive a 15-day suspension of their privileges of purchasing and selling mixed beverages did receive a thousand dollar penalty which they paid um, did was required to enroll in a state-certified alcohol Seller training course uh, within 90 days of, of May 1. Um, I checked with ABC a few days ago, and they had not enrolled yet uh, Also, the MBAR bar report um, Must for 2018 the upcoming one th- that one must be independently audited by a uh, certified public accountant um, and then also very recently in both February and April of this year we do have social media media um, post that do show uh, more DJs at the site. So I tried to, with all of these different incidences, include in your packet for your information, as we did in October, all of the different social media posts uh, that were associated with with these reports. Um, Again, here's the request. Uh, They have been approved already for 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., seven days a week, and um, and that is for a four-member live band, karaoke, comedian, and poetry reading. The request before you is to scale back the hours during the week a little bit to midnight, um, but also same entertainment options except now uh, asking for the DJ and for a five-member band and uh, fashion show. Uh, with all that, um, all that said, uh, staff does recommend uh, denial of the application as proposed. We've continued to have issues with the establishment we haven't seen uh, the issues um, remedied or uh, any compliance efforts made towards that and then since the de- denial recommendation that we made in October of last year we have seen uh, more issues including the most recent issues with the Department of ABC uh, if the um, staff report if the uh, Planning Commission and or uh, if the council chooses to recommend that this um, choose to approve this we do have a whole s- a set of the normal conditions in your packet that would apply we that does include the 18-month um, sunset provision that we have used in the past with with uh, with establishments um, or if it is denied they still have the existing conditional use permit um, that has the uh, entertainment options as you see um, without the DJ that staff stands by for any questions that you may have
1: Matt, did you say that there's an 18-month sunset on this application as presented
4: if you if is approved then it would come with 18 month sunset unless you chose to remove that or if council chose to remove that okay
1: all right thanks Matt Uh, here to uh, speak for this application is the uh, applicant uh, Kenita Baker
5: First off, I want to start off back in. Ms. Baker, can La- you just
1: give us your address, mailing address oh. for the record.
5: Um, Canita Baker and the name of the address is 636. You need my, my resident address?
1: Either one's fine.
5: with 636 West 35th Street, North of Virginia. Great, thank you. Okay, I want to go back because um last year when we when I came before you guys last year on an incident I wanna correct that the facility was closed. They changed the date. They changed the date when they said something about some gunshots. Somebody got shot, and let's see. Someone got shot. I have my old agenda from last year when I went and went before you guys, and they all they changed the date. The date that it was, it say December the twenty seventh, and that's saying that it was on a Wednesday. Saying that that was the Wednesday that we were open, but that incident actually occurred, and it's on the Norfolk police records. It actually occurred that Tuesday. If I'm not mistaken the Tuesday
1: before we were open you're saying there was a shooting incident Just I don't even know about the
5: shooting incident. I'm saying what they last year We went before you guys and we had this same these same problems that they are addressing It's the same problems. They bring before you guys today Okay, the changes that we had with these incident we have we have the the Norfolk City deputies that be out there outside our establishment And they also couldn't be here today, but they will be because they had to go do something else. But the thing about it, my thing is we have improved in our things. We haven't had a DJ. We haven't had a DJ. Of course, on this on this paperwork where he said it, we had DJ Izzy. That's their name. That's their name, but they wasn't physically inside of our facility. They wasn't in our facility. Of course, when you when 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 um when the opponent do come forward, she's gonna tell you guys that somebody urinated in her yard. We're not the only business that's on 35th Street that be open. So everything that happens on 35th Street, it get pointed to Granny's. The person that got shot, he got shot on 35th Street, 34th Street, ran from 34th Street and landed on 35th Street. No record and no police. No record in the police report is saying that no shells or no bullets was found in front of Granny's. If so, now I'm going to get that from the police to see that that was because they would have came. They would have came and asked us for questions. And no one didn't come over there and ask us any questions. No one didn't come and ask us any questions. And I just say like all the all the little incidents that you know the opponent's gonna come before. is it's stuff that happened. Um you know, last year, and we haven't proved them. Nobody is blocking nobody's driveways. Nobody, I don't know about someone urinating in her yard because we're not the only operating business on 35th Street. And far as, um, no one hasn't, um, we haven't had any type of violence that occurred inside of Granny's at all. No, no police have, we called the police before because someone was arguing across the street. And ain't nobody put that on a report that we called and said something that was going on on 35th Street. But all the time, when something goes on on 35th Street, we get blamed for it. And I don't feel like that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm operating a business. My business is an access to 35th Street. Is an access to 35th Street. And I had numerous police been called by Mr. Rodney Jordan, calling the police, saying that there's a big problem out there. Calling all these 20 police outside my establishment Outside of my establishment, making my establishment look bad to the point that I don't even have nobody want to come and patronize my business because they terrified that he's gonna be out there harassing people, harassing people for us, calling an awful police. He have also stated one time before I'm on the corner with him, talking with him and the, um, the, the police officer. He also stated how the deputies wasn't good. Susan stated how the deputy wasn't an asset to what we're doing. So I'm just saying to you guys right now that we're not here to create no problems. We're just here to have to make a living. And far as with the ABC board, license was not suspended for no 15 days. I got that paperwork, too, and I will give that to you, Matt. We were, it was not suspended for fifteen days, and the reason why the violation occurred is because I wasn't selling enough food because I couldn't get no people to come down there because the, the, the sour apple is in everybody's mouth from Rodney Jordan starting things. So that's all I want to say. I just you know think, I just thank y'all for listening to me, but I'm just it's kind of like frustrates me because I'm a, you know this is this is a we not we're not a franchise business. We're a family-owned black business. And it's just like we just getting bashed at. Anything that comes on 35th Street, we're getting bashed at. You're talking about DJ Grill. No one didn't say nothing about DJ Grill when he was inside of the croaker spot. And they don't have no license to have a DJ. But we haven't had a DJ since we've been before, y'all, last year. So that's all I got to say. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Miss Baker. Uh, Randy Baker? Just.
6: How you doing? Mr. Baker. Randy Baker, 636 West 35th Street, North of Virginia. I just um wanted to speak on the um the um, the violations that he said, you know, a lot of a lot of the violations that he said are not uh, that are um untrue. Um a lot of them are true because if when we was operating at first when we got our night entertainment license, we was under the impression that when you get a night entertainment license, a DJ automatically come in, come with it. But once we found out, that's when we put in the paperwork to come before y'all. But we withdrew the paperwork because they had so much y'all. You know, the city had so much stuff that they didn't put together they to put forth in front of y'all to make it seem as if that we didn't deserve what we was asking for, but since then we haven't had a head of DJ. Now they saying we still have a DJ. We still using second promoters. We're not. We only open up as an as a um on a Wednesday for a happy hour from six to eleven. No DJ, just music playing over the speaker system. I don't know. You know they they got they got flyers and they got all this stuff, but. The flyers with this that that was somebody's birthday party. He's not a second promoter. He's coming to the establishment to have a birthday, and he made a flyer up and put it on social media. Tote Lansky birthday party. That's it. You know Tote Lansky day party. But um, I just think that it's a conflict with um Susan Pollock and you know the um. This whole situation because there's a lot of things up here. That's just being Put forth and put against us that it's not true, you know, and they can't it's not it's no way in the world they could prove that we had any DJ or any second promoter if you know if we was having if we was doing these things Continuously all these things they got up here. They're saying that we are valid We would be in here asking for a DJ license. We'll be here fighting for our special exception, you know, so I mean it's just it just doesn't seem it just you know just common sense it tell you i mean it's common sense that some of these things just can't be true you know that's all I had to say
1: Thank you mr. Baker uh also here to speak for the application uh joseph cherry Mr. Cherry okay, good afternoon. No.
0: uh
7: Joseph cherry. 532 West 35th Street, North of Virginia, I, you know, I own a business on 35th Street, and I'm just for businesses uh, You know prospering on 35th Street I I'm a not only do I own a business on 35th. I'm a patron of, of granny's as well um, and The reason one of the reasons why I moved my business down there was because of you know granny's being down there and other businesses being on there, and you know, just to the diversity to have different things to do on 35th Street is kind of what brings people to the area. I've been in that area my whole life, and um, just to see the change in the area, I believe that Granny's has a plays a, a positive part in that change in that area. And I'm just as I just wanted to put on record as a business owner that is uh, a neighboring business that I'm, I I would love for them to stay in business. I would love for them to have a DJ and Things of that nature, because uh, we have some overlapping clients and customers, and I, it just it just brings a little bit more different, a little bit more to the area. Um, you know, as I told some of the uh, other residents and you know some of the civic leaders in the area that you know every place has, I would imagine that every place has issues. Whether you know it is not whether just not aching to Thirty Fifth Street, is Granby Street. Ocean View or wherever it is, there's always going to be some issues that can be worked out, you know. And I just feel like that everybody should have a fair shot at making a living. You know, it's very hard being a small business owner. And also, it's very hard being a small business owner in a new kind of redeveloped business corridor. And so, uh, I just feel like as a city, as Norfolk, we should, should give a fair shot to anyone trying to make a uh, you know make a living and, a, and bring something positive to the area, that area, I've seen that area since nineteen. I've been in that area since nineteen eighty, early eighties, and to watch as a kid and to see what thirty fifth street has become now, and just to watch uh, on Thanksgiving and different holidays how grannies give out food and and how you know. We can close the street down, and we can have uh, things for the children out there, and just you know, I just don't want to see that end. You know, I I'm not really sure about all the ins and outs of the things they have. I haven't witnessed any of that. You know, I know that. I mean, that's just the honest opinion, and I'm I'm there quite often. I haven't witnessed any of that, and I'm just for as a business owner, I just want to see more businesses succeed on 35th Street. Businesses have been closing up on 35th Street since the 80s and if we if we start pulling back parts of businesses that make them grow they will die like it, it's more than obvious that if they don't have a DJ that they're going to eventually go out of business i mean that's that's more than obvious so like i don't and i don't want to see that happen i don't want it to go back to what it was like i i like what it is now like that is the reason why i'm there that's the reason why i went down there to pay my taxes today like, because I like what's going on down there. And, uh, you know, I don't know any I wish more business owners had a cane today. But, you know, I'm all for that, all for business growth on 35th.
1: Thank you, Mr. Cherry. Uh, here to speak uh, against the uh, application, uh, Jamie Pickens. Good afternoon.
2: My name is Jamie Pickens. I live at 700 West 35th Street. Um, I live directly across the street on the side of the building from Ranny's, so you guys might remember me from the last time. Um, I've been in that house since 2007, so 11 years in just a few days now. And last year, I actually purchased an apartment building in Park Place as well. So I'm doubly invested in the neighborhood, and I want to see it move forward in the positive direction that it has been moving in in the last, I would say, couple of decades due to real effort on the part of a lot of people, OK? As a business person myself, I'm in favor of business as well. Businesses on 35th Street, that's important to me. I champion that as well. But we don't want business at any cost. The business can't be detrimental to the neighborhood and we still count it as a plus or a bonus and um i can say that i actively tried to work towards a solution to this problem before we got to this point so it's not a one-sided unfair situation uh there's been a lot of disruptions out there a lot of uh undesirable behavior um, i had no intentions of going back and naming All the different incidences, like I did last time, I don't even think I have to do that. But I'm just here to say that um, the community has voted. We do not think that the approval of this application is something that you should do. We we believe it's a detriment. Um, The negatives have presented themselves in a consistent manner, and it's just not a good fit for that neighborhood. It's not a good fit for a place where three sides of the building are residential houses. I think it belongs somewhere else where they can be isolated and it's not, you know, a, uh, it's not a disruption to anybody's peace and quiet in their homes. I live there, I'm there every night. So other business owners on the street may not have the same perspective that I do But I live there. My family lives there. And many a night, my peace and quiet and enjoyment has been disrupted. And I don't want to see it continue to go down that path. So I'm asking you that you uh, do not approve the application. Thank
1: you, Ms. Pickens. Uh, Also here to uh, speak against uh, Charles Johnson. Does not wish to speak, but is here to uh, uh, opposing it. I hear, uh, I think would like to speak, Mr. Rodney Jordan.
8: Uh, good afternoon, Rodney Jordan, 304 West 36th Street. I believe what my card actually says is I had no intentions of speaking unless my name was invoked. And I think that's what it says on the card. Um, So uh, what Mr. Cherry said about the growth and development um, on 35th Street, I agree with. What Ms. Pickens said about commitment to small business development on 35th Street, I agree with. Um, What Mrs. Baker and Mr. Baker have talked about in terms of their investment on 35th Street, I think up until we had this issue with the DJ, was positive. Um, A former civil league president, when their application originally came through, I was supportive of the carryout. I was supportive of the expansion. I was supportive of the expansion that they that they had. I didn't realize originally that um, that they had this issue with the with the DJ, but I do recall the the meeting when they were here uh, before uh, um, the planning commission and then for city council to get approval. Uh, no one came and spoke. Uh, they were sitting about where they are now. Mr. Levin was sitting behind him, and I was sitting behind Mr. Levin. There was no objection. The hours of operation that have been described here in terms of staying open till 2 a.m. all throughout the week, the community was supportive of it. I was supportive of it. All that we asked was because it had been so long before any type of ABC permit was allowed on 35th Street in the community that we find a way that it could operate with a win-win. And so when it became an issue that was not a win-win, what has been described as uh, me harassing uh, individuals. Uh, you know, it's the old saying that no good deed goes unpunished. So there were complaints coming from the citizens. Uh, there was a di- desire to see grannies be successful. They were having activities on Wednesday nights. So often on Wednesday night is also school board night. And I'll leave the school board meeting and I would go and I would put on my yellow vest and try to make sure that patrons of grannies would get to their cars safely, uh, without issue, and also make sure that Ms. Pickens and others that had raised concern felt that there was some balance and a win-win there. In a scenario where Ms. Baker described the multiple police deputies coming out to her establishment, she's absolutely correct. That did happen uh, one evening. What she may not be privy to is the message that went back to the police department following that evening, asking them, please don't do that. We're not trying to um, brand or label 35th Street as a problem area, but we do want to make sure that it is a safe environment for patrons leaving grannies as well as those who are attending grannies. So the issue really became not necessarily, as they've described, with activities that have been happening inside of grannies. What we were finding was uh, when the DJ was there, there were incidents that would occur uh, outside of grannies upon dismissal. So I don't know anything about many of these, uh, some of these incidents that have been identified. But I do know that there would be issues at times with folks leaving the establishment and being disruptive in the neighborhood. I'm not, you know, I'm 50-something I'm now. I'm not as young as I once was. And so I reached out to others who are younger than I, who work in the business, who understand how these establishments work, and even try to get them to come and make some recommendations in terms of Fires we could do, postcards we could do. I found something on the internet that said, show respect for your hood, anything. They would try to just communicate to the patrons that Granny's is a potential for a great establishment, but if we didn't find a way for uh, the behaviors outside to match what was going on, on the inside, that we would find ourselves in the situation that's, that we're in today. So I don't want to see Granny's uh, shut down at all. Uh, But I do think we have an issue here and we have to figure out a resolution and we've tried and until we come up with some solution I don't think it's fair that um, You know because a lot of this will be African American businesses versus African American residents I want them both to prosper and somehow we have to find a balance between uh, The needs of the neighborhood as well as the business development and find a way to grow together so I'm actually with this you know despite all the Accusations get thrown my way and sometimes threats get thrown my way I'm proud to hear what people are saying about 35th Street because I can tell you how the Tree pits got there. I can tell you how the sidewalks got improved. I can tell you how crooked spots got re- recruited uh, My family's had a presence there since 1973 So I can tell you the whole story because I've been there with the whole story working through a lot of effort to try to make sure that 35th Street would be a destination in a proud area for the city of Norfolk, uh, mirrored after Bill Street, Memphis, or even last October when I was in Cleveland and took pictures of a house of blues there that I try to share and say these are some best practices that we can uh, uh, employ. So I don't like the fact that it seems like there's this neighborhood dispute, but if you read the profile that Dr. Wibley had in the neighborhood, you'll see her describe this healthy neighborhood effort that we put forward. And as part of that, we surveyed the neighborhood and the residents said they wanted neighborhood friendly commercial establishments and that's what we've been working towards. But it's also been a lot of effort to try to make sure that the, what Park Place and what 35th Street may have been uh, known for some years ago, we're trying to turn a corner and be an attractive place, whether it's what Monument is doing, what um, uh, Croker Spot is doing, what Mr. Cherry is doing, and even what uh, I feel that Granny's is aspiring to do. We have to find some win-wins and not let everything um, uh, devolve into these types of efforts. But right now, um, what's happening there has not been helpful. And so when the DJ is there right now, we see incidents rise. Uh, when the DJ is not there, we have more calm. And until we can find a way to find that win-win, which I'm all for trying to find that win-win, we have to find that balance because I don't want to see the investment that the bakers have made uh, deteriorate, nor do I want to see the investment that many others have made uh, deteriorate as well. So I just wanted to say that it was not my intention to speak. Uh, but just in case my name got called, I felt I had a right to uh, uh, defend myself. And so I appreciate you allowing me to do that.
1: Thank you, Ronnie. Appreciate it. Uh, that concludes um the initial responses from proponents and opponents will now have a rebuttal period a total of 5 minutes for both proponents and opponents uh, so that 5 minute period could be broken up amongst uh the three the applicants and proponents um uh, Miss Baker or Mr. Baker would yes. um,
6: I just wanted to um put on the um, record we never had we've been on thirty fifth street since two thousand eleven We started out as a small takeout restaurant, then we expanded to a dining. We never had no intentions of doing the nightclub, but I was a part of the business association and Mr. Fahid, who was the president at the time, he came and he said, Look we're fifth street this is that di- this is the direction we're trying to take thirty fifth street they was talking about how they're going to name it the new live entertainment district. You know, they wanted, like Mr. Jordan said, you know, uh, mimic um, places in, what, Mississippi or Alabama, or wherever was, you know. But the, that inspired us because we had the space to do the night thing. And we done it. We, we took what we had left, and we... Stepped out on faith. You know, the city um occupied us to have two hundred and forty six people with on street parking. Now, where did they expect the two hundred and forty six people to park at? In on the street, on the corridor, on the city property in the neighborhood, because it's the neighborhoods right there. So now we got we closing at eleven o'clock on a Wednesday, we got 200 people in our establishment. Now we got 200 people trickling into the street at one time. You're gonna have people, hey, where you going at? We're going to IHOP. You know, where y'all going at? We're gonna go here, we're gonna start it quick. So where were they going at? So now that is becoming, now we're becoming a nuisance because now when we, when our patrons come out. They're not doing anything but just talking. If we close at 11 o'clock by 11.05, 11.10, the street is clear. But in that little 5 or 10-minute window when people are leaving, they're talking. Hey, where y'all going at? What's going on? You know, this and that. Hey, hold on, hold on. And they're saying that that is um, rude behavior. But, I mean, I don't know how you can correct that. Now, I wanna uh, speak on what Miss Pickens said. Ms. Pickens, yes, she was there before we was there. But when Miss Pickens bought that house, she bought that house next door to a business corridor. She knew she was buying a house next door to a business corridor. So she knew that if this business corridor ever bloomed, that you're gonna be subject to people parking beside on uh, beside your house on city property. You know she is an issue with that's the that's the main issue with me with us and miss Pickers. she don't want nobody to park on the street by her house mr jordan used to come out there every wednesday take cones not supposed to do this block the street off the side of her house because nobody can't park on the side of her house make sure nobody's no near her house but what we did to try to um bring down the situation we start hiring deputies to stand on the corner right there on the side where her house stays at. So now, we make sure people don't park, block her driveway, make sure everybody who's over there, you know, to keep, you know what I'm saying? Just, it's basically we're paying deputies just to make sure Miss Ms. Pickens is happy. You know, we don't need them. We, get, we got 40 people in our establishment, but we gonna make sure we got, we gonna pay to the deputies just to make sure Miss Pickens is happy, you know. But I just wanted to just put that on record that we went with what 35th Street was supposed to be going at, the new live entertainment district, and we took our money and tried to move forward with that. And now when we did move forward with it and we get the 200 and some people down there, it's like, oh, where's all these people, you know, it's like – um. Well, you know, they didn't think we was going to succeed or something. You know, it's it's almost as if you know, you this is what you asked for. Y'all asked for this and when we do it, you don't want it. So I'm I'm like I'm confused on what do they want on 35th Street? I thought that you wanted to make this a new live entertainment district and then when you do get the, a live in, uh, uh, in uh, establishment with pe- bringing people down there, you don't want the people you're saying these are the wrong people, but we're doing a 30 and up crowd. Our crowd is 30 and up. We don't have a 21 and up crowd. We have a 30 and up. We 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 got an age limit. 30 and up. You can't say these are the wrong people. These people pay taxes, go to work, and do the same thing that like that we do. So I just wanted to put that on just to say that because that wasn't, you know, said at the first time. That's thank. You.
1: Thank you, Mr. Baker. I think the five
6: minutes uh
5: to what Mr. Right. Baker was saying as well. Um, Rodney Jordan came to me, and he was—he showed me the pictures. Like he stated, he showed me the pictures of the things that he had, and he showed me a picture of the things that Alice Mays was doing as well. You know, it's just like you guys got your house, and somebody come and say, um, don't put that flag in your house. This is how I want you to put um, a welcome flag in your house instead of an American flag. And in the, the minute you don't do what they tell you to do, that's when all the chaos start coming about. That's when all the chaos start coming about when you don't do what someone won't, won't don't want to run your business has somebody else want you to run your business. Also stated, he stated, um, why won't you have somebody that wear a dress? Why why won't you have them have, have on a jacket when they come into your half hour? Um, I can't tell my patrons what to wear. They, they coming to. Patriot, you know patronize my business you might get off of work. You might get on a t-shirt some sneakers You might say hey, I'm going to granny's and get me some 50 cent wings I'm going to get me some 50 cent shrimp and then I'm going home. I got to stop you at the door No, you can't come in here because you don't have on a, 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 a soup jacket But that's all I wanted to say.
1: Thank you. Mr. Baker uh, The opponents uh, five minutes as well. Mr. Jordan
8: Um, I'm not familiar with the Alice Mays piece, but it is true that I sat down and shared pictures again trying to find a win-win. Um, again, I, it's not personal for me at all. Uh, some of the things that are being mentioned were attempts to try to help. In the application, there was um, agreements that were made around providing security, making sure that there was uh, uh, parking and, and security on uh, streets surrounding the neighborhood. So there was an effort to try to, the, the business association had agreed to work with grannies to help hire deputies because deputies can't work directly with uh, establishments that have uh, ABC. Uh, I'm sorry, police. And, um, um, but these things around the, the dress code and the other things were concerns that were being brought forward. And I was trying to share the concerns because if in the agreement that they signed, um, these were things that they agreed to do. And I was simply trying to share with them that you run the risk of having this scenario occur if you don't abide by the stipulations that you um, um, that you set forward. So just so you know, uh, I think in 2018, I don't think I've been out there one single night. And I've stepped away, and even as we had agreements and folks were upset with me because I said I was just going to stay out of it, I've stayed out of it. Um, but I'm not going to stay out of an effort to try to make sure that we can have win-win for businesses to grow and for neighborhoods to prosper. And, uh, and I accept the fact that sometimes that comes with blowback. But none of the blowback was, you know, none of the efforts were malicious, not trying to harm anyone, just trying to find win-wins. Thank you. Thank you, Rodney.
1: Any other uh, opponents wish to speak? No?
2: Commissioners,
1: any questions?
2: I have a question a um, staff. Can you go back to the slide that shows what entertainment is currently
3: permitted under the special use permit they got years ago?
4: All right. The four-member band, karaoke, comedian, and poetry reading.
6: Okay, thank you.
4: All right. I will say that. Um, do you have a, a letter of, recommend of opposition from the Park Place Civic League in your packet? I have one additional question. So, so the fashion show is not an allowable It wasn't one of the entertainment options that they asked for at the time So it's not allowed at the time right now yeah. okay.
1: Any other questions Commissioners?
0: Okay. Uh The motion is to approve the conditional use permit subject to the conditions contained in the staff report mr. Hales no, mr. Housins. No, mr. Murphy. No, miss Shelton. No dr. Newman
1: um, Well, gonna agree with a lot of what my fellow commissioners said, but um, I, th- I think that um, You know, I certainly appreciate the efforts on both both sides It's certainly very clear that, that everybody wants to see that 35th st- corridor survive and prosper and I, I speak on behalf of the Commission we certainly do as well we, we want it to be a safe inviting environment a lot of what you've said to me as an applicant uh, you know I think is is positive I think you have some good ideas but the information that has been presented in the history uh over there I think is is concerning it's concerning uh for safety reasons it's concerning for the direction that you all expressed you want to see that corridor moving so I I think that some more discussions about how to uh, how your business can be successful over there? I think are warranted. I'd like to see uh, More collaborative efforts in that corridor, and I think we have a lot of resources to, to help you in that direction but um, given the nature and the, the Fragile nature of uh, 35th Street as it develops over there. I I would agree that uh, I can't support the application to add uh, additional uh, Uses there at this time. I vote no Make those recommendations to uh, to City Council. Uh, next item.
0: The last item on your agenda, number four, Plaza Azteca Mexican Restaurant, for a conditional use permit to operate a nightclub, a nightclub at 411 Granby Street, Suite 10. The purpose of this request is to allow an ex- an existing restaurant, Plaza Azteca, to add business managers.
7: Hey.
3: Chris. Again, this is from uh, Plaza Azteca for a conditional use permit to operate a nightclub. Uh, and it, the establishment exists currently. Uh, it's on the west side of Granby Street uh, downtown, between Freemason and Butte Street. Um, it has, as you know, it's downtown, uh, mixture of many uses. Uh, so the the applicant is coming in to essentially um, add a, a manager or two to their existing operation, uh, and then also they're adding just a couple of uh, entertainment options that uh, weren't that weren't in the previous special exception. The previous operation uh, was very similar to what's proposed. Uh, they're really not changing anything except for uh, the hours of operation are, are modified slightly. Uh, they're going 11 a.m. until midnight uh, during the weekday night, Sunday through Thursday, and then 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. on the weekend nights, Friday and Saturday. Um, so a little bit later uh, on Sundays. And then as far as the capacity, it's exactly the same as it's been. And uh, Again, the entertainment is the same. They just wanted to uh, they added uh, poetry reading karaoke just some standard standard entertainment options that weren't um, In our comedian and poetry reading they weren't in the previous special exception um, And with that Staff does recommend approval of the conditional use permit for the nightclub subject to the conditions contained in the staff report um, I also just note that the Downtown Norfolk Civic League submitted an uh, email of, of support or no opposition, um, and the Downtown Norfolk Civic League did submit a, a letter or email uh, of opposition uh, due to uh, a, an alleged uh, operational event at the, uh, on Cinco de Mayo night, um, and that, so that that's the reason in their letter for their concerns and opposition. I'll stand by for questions.
1: Thank you. Chris that uh, there is no uh, opposition to this application, but uh, uh, the applicant is here uh, uh, Linda Montoya Ms. Montoya, do you, do you, there's no opposition if you'd like to speak you're welcome Good choice um, and mr. Lopez uh, No, great. Thank you. Uh, commissioners any questions? No um, That's it
0: the uh, motion is to approve the conditional use permit subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Hutchins? Aye. Mr. Murphy? Aye. Ms. Shelton? Yes. And Dr. Newman
1: Aye. make that recommendation to Council. That concludes our agenda for today's uh, hearing. Uh, Mr. Malina, any comments or questions? No, Mr. Chair. No. Lenny? No. All right. That concludes the hearing for today.